Jones. Galantuck. Disaster. Afrogetti. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean Desert. Greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Post Game Pints podcast. My name's Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell. This is episode number 91. Ooh. And Sean, of course, uh, like we do every episode, we got to thank some of our proud sponsors, including LaBrosse Brewery and Cunningham's Pub. Oh, I could go for some beer and wings right now. 91, 91. All right. Pop quiz, Mitch Gallo. Yeah. Your favorite 91 of all time. Um, you know what? Does Joe Sackick at the Olympics count? Sure, it does. How, can you say Joe Sackick properly at the Olympics? Geo Sackick. Yeah, I'm gonna go Fedorov. Fedorov. I'm gonna go Fer- Fedorov. Current day, uh, maybe Tyler Sagan the best uh, number ninety one. Yeah, maybe not. I, I I wasn't really looking for best. I was looking for maybe favorite on that one. Maybe okay, I'll, I'll stick with Sackick then. Yeah. Although but, I, about- I did quite appreciate uh, Sergey Fedorov. Yeah, uh, in his prime, especially with the Red Wings. Yeah, so uh, I, I like that. So I know we're talking hockey right now, but Mitch, today on the Post Game Pints podcast, and we were talking about beer and wings this past weekend. Lots of beer and wings watching NFL Divisional Weekend, which was probably the craziest weekend of football of all time. And I know recency, bias, whatever you want, but Wow uh for 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 me i i just i was blown away even as a packers fan i can appreciate the entirety of the weekend i'm still a little upset still and maybe we'll touch on that but i i mean i i I feel like we have to talk a little nfl today on the post game pines podcast well that's fine and uh we're leading up to conference championship weekend yeah so that adds to it too so let's talk of football and you're right sean and here's the best thing about what we saw last weekend. Four games, all four, you didn't know who was going to win at the beginning of the fourth quarter. They were all right down to the wire. And some surprises in there, specifically your team losing, but both number one seeds are gone. Hey, maybe bye weeks aren't the, that great a thing. And we just saw some high-quality football. Mm-hmm. And every game was so, so different between the cold Lambeau field and uh, a game decided on special teams. Uh, The game between uh, Cincinnati and the Tennessee Titans, where it was a game that came right down to the wire on a last minute field goal. Some cocky Um, kicker. Yeah. 
and and then of course uh, the two on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with the game being decided uh, in the final moments uh, of the game, and then the one in overtime. So it's just like, man, oh man, if you're a sports fan, it's hard to top that, and it really just shows you why uh, the National Football League always gets it right. Yeah. Well, the the NFL's got most sports fans. They got them right there. You know, they got them right there. All right. So why don't we start uh, quickly with the rapid fire around the NFL. We'll get to some hockey. we got random sports thoughts coming on later and a pop quiz uh, going back and forth. But uh, Mitch, can anybody stop the Chiefs with the Titans out, with the Bucks out, with the Packers out? To me, it's the Chiefs Super Bowl to lose. Now, last weekend, we know anything can happen, but the Bills are out too. Can anybody stop the Chiefs? Look, I don't think uh, that the Bengals can stop uh, the Chiefs this weekend. But I think in the Super Bowl, the LA Rams could potentially uh, stop the Chiefs. I know that uh, Matthew Stafford showed you something mm-hmm. in uh, the divisional round, and that was a big-time play to Cooper Cup at the end of the game uh, to get the ball down into field goal range, and then uh, the Rams kick it through and win a game that looked like it was uh, slipping from the from 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 their hands. Um, I just I, I look at that team, and if there's any uh, a team that can stop the Chiefs on offense, it's a team that can put pressure on the quarterback with uh, Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald and a shutdown corner on Tyreek Hill. That will be Jalen Ramsey. I just I I, I really like uh, that Rams defense going up and trying to stop the Chiefs. Now, would they win the game? I don't know, Sean. If I knew that, I'd be somewhere in Vegas yeah. right now, placing wagers and sipping on a mojito. But I would say that if there's a team left that can do it, it's the Rams because of their defense and the way they've kind of built themselves for this moment. Okay, so so Mitch, I love the Rams defense. I love the Rams defense so much. At the beginning of the season, when it came to uh, fantasy football, I took the Rams defense probably higher than you should take a defense in fantasy football. Now, I did not do very well this year in fantasy football. Is it because I took the Rams defense too high? Maybe because the Rams defense all year sucked. It really did. It wasn't great. It had all the names. And I know that they brought in people after the fact. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I know you've been high on the Rams. And I was high on the Rams too. But because I had their defense in fantasy football and I watched their games and I watched their games in disappointment when it came to the playoffs and I was watching them play Arizona, I was like, oh, this should be a fun game. The Rams defense isn't that great. They impressed me so much. So what's really interesting here with the Rams is that first week against Arizona, the Rams defense showed me something that I've been waiting for for a very long time. What happened in the second week? Matthew Stafford showed me something that I've been waiting for. And I I do not hold back of how I feel about Matthew Stafford. I didn't think he was a winner. He's one more win away from being 500 in the playoffs. In his entire career, he was 0 for for 3. Now he's about to be 3 for 3 if he goes out and beats the San Francisco 49ers and goes to the uh, Super Bowl. So to me, I think the Rams, but uh, I, I think they're the only team that could stop the Chiefs. But there's no way I'm taking anybody but the Chiefs. Chiefs, Super Bowl, bank it. Well, you know what? Uh, they've been there three times now and uh, looking for that uh, super, uh, second Super Bowl win. Uh, just an, an, an incredible mm-hmm. uh, stretch of uh, stretch of play for the Kansas City Chiefs over the last four years. So, listen, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if, if Kansas City won. I'd be shocked if Cincinnati could take them out this weekend. And, Sean, I don't know about you, but I'd be a very, very surprised if uh, San Francisco could muster up 
much of what they did against either the Packers or the Cowboys the week before that. Against- San Francisco couldn't even throw the ball. This is a special teams ruined it. Yeah, Whatever. well, hey, man, hey, Campbell, the special teams is a third of the game, yeah. and uh, maybe your Packers should have been. And we're not the CFL. It's not a third of the game. Relax there. Well, it's uh, it's it's a, it's an important it's part, big, and and part. teams that win Super Bowls, you should know this by now. Uh, they have execution on a special teams. Uh, next up on the rapid fire, Sean, we step away from conference championship weekend in the NFL and look at the future in the NFL and your boy Aaron Rodgers. If I ask you today where Aaron Rodgers is playing next season, what do you say? I've been on this Denver Broncos train for a very long time, and I have nothing to back it up. Nothing. Just a feeling. And just the fact that John Elway runs the Denver Broncos. And I know that they're trying to go through this crazy sale and everything, but to me, the Denver Broncos make sense for Aaron Rodgers. They have a solid team that needs a quarterback. And they have the space. They have the assets if they want to go and acquire an Aaron Rodgers. John Elway knows that he is there to bring a championship. Now, think about where that would be, where he would land, in which division. Now, that would be amazing. You're getting Mahomes and Rodgers twice a year. Uh, it's phenomenal. Justin Herbert be like, what's going on with all these quarterbacks? But I don't know. I've been on this, this Denver Broncos feeling for a very long time. I think it would be neat if he went to Pittsburgh. I think that would be a neat situation, but you got to get a better offensive line to protect him because that is important. Uh, but I, I I don't know. Everybody I ask, and, and I had ESPN's Freddie Coleman on, on TSN on Off the Cup this past week, and he told me, he's like, no, he's staying. He's staying. And, he's, and I was like, you're trying to make me feel good here, and I want him to stay with the Packers, but I just don't have a good feeling about him staying. And to me, it's the Denver Broncos. I don't know where you feel or if you have any information to tell me, or are you going to be one of those people telling me he's staying in Green Bay? Well, listen, I think there's an argument that can be made for uh, both the uh, Broncos uh, and the Packers. I've been on the uh, Miami um, bandwagon for quite some time for Rodgers. I think that could be be a potential Mm -hmm. landing spot. I just think, Sean, the argument for the Packers is that they play in a division that features uh, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. And I don't think any of those teams are going to be very good next year. Oh, the Packers uh, yeah. can make the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers next year. You have two teams with new head coaches, and the other yeah. one's the Detroit Lions. I'm with you. If you want to have be ready for success, it's to stay in it's to stay in Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. He stays, they win the division again, without yeah. a doubt. Well, that that and, and see that's that's the problem with uh joining the Denver Broncos is now all of a sudden you're in a division with uh mm-hmm. the best team in football. And the best quarterback in football with the Chiefs and uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's like just a few years ago when Tom Brady was able to cherry pick his spot. He went to a division with declining New Orleans, an Atlanta team that was uh, on the decline from when they were in the Super Bowl two years before that. It just seemed like uh, Carolina just it it seemed like perfect. All right. He's going to go to Tampa Bay. They have uh, Godwin, they have Evans, they have a good offensive line. He's going to bring Brown and Gronk in, uh, a coach that is going to let him do what he wants. It just seemed like it was such an easy decision for Brady to go to Tampa Bay and try to make his own legacy there. I think Rodgers wants to do the same. Mm -hmm. I just don't see a spot. Because even I mentioned Miami, you go against Miami, you're in the division with the Bills. And the Bills have Josh Allen, a really good team too. 
It's, yeah. it's, it's the easiest path to success is probably with the Packers, but it just feels like that relationship is so strained at this time. He called his GM a friend this past week. He called him a friend. He said, we have a friendship. He's my friend. I'm like, okay, maybe there's some hope. But I do think, and I have this feeling, Devontae Adams is going where Rodgers goes. I, I completely agree with that. And, but but they're going to have to trade and then sign. That's a lot of money that you got to bring in. All right, uh, one more for the rapid fire. Why don't you just give me your picks for championship weekend? I want to know your picks. You want to give me a little – don't give me winners, but give me a tidbit about the, the game. You don't have to give me a prediction of how many points, but give me a tidbit about the game, AFC, NFC. Let's start with the AFC, Chiefs and Bengals. All right, Chiefs and Bengals. Well, I'm definitely – uh, going with the Chiefs in this Same. game, Sean. But I think uh, it's going to be a shootout. I think we're going to see a similar game uh, to what we saw between the Chiefs and Bills next week. And I think this is the week that Joe Burrow goes on like the big stage. Mm -hmm. And everybody next year will be hyping the Bengals and hyping Burrow because of how he came inches, inches away uh, from beating the Kansas City Chiefs with a great performance uh, you know, I also look for uh, big games from uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Um, yeah. But I, I think I think the Bengals are going to show everybody that maybe they were pretenders this year, but people are going to consider them contenders next year. I just think, and I'm with you. I think Joe Burrow has already shown that he's on the big stage. I, I've, I'm very quickly falling in love with this quarterback. I, I, I just like his style. I like the way that he plays. Uh, I think that the Chiefs win uh, double digits, ten, maybe eleven points. I think that they win that game. It's not going to be handily, and it's going to be there's going to be a learning moment for Joe Burrow. That's my call. An I an uncalled INT, maybe threw in double coverage. He had too much confidence, or uh, a fumble because he stayed in the pocket a little too long. I think there's going to be one of those learning moments for Joe Burrow, even though he's going to probably have four touchdowns in the game, but and 350 yards. I, I that's where I'm going to go in the NFC. I'll start. Uh, I'm going to give you a. Uh, defensive game-winning touchdown by the Rams, and they're going to beat the 49ers in it, probably a, a low-scoring affair. It, 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 it's funny because I'm going at the Rams, and I was thinking of a tidbit similar to yours, but not exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. uh, my tidbit is going to be the LA Rams will score more points on defense than San Francisco scores on offense. Well, San Francisco's offense sucks. I could tell you as a Green Bay Packers fan, Jimmy G threw five picks in that game, and the Packers should have had five picks because they kept looking at the receiver. If they looked at the quarterback, the ball was like this. So, yes, the Packers' defense played great, but they screwed up all those times they could have picked them up. Sorry, I'm going to shut up. All right, do we need to bring Dave Trentadui back in here? Yeah, you know, I just need Dave in the background. While we do our uh, random sports thoughts, it's been a while, Mitch, since we've done random sports thoughts. And, it, you know, it, it's always great because it brings back a, that thinking music that I like. You know, it just makes me feel a little bit different. It makes me feel down to earth a little bit. And makes me feel that I'm in the vibe of that random sports thoughts music. I'm not sure if I hear it, though. I don't hear it. Yeah. All right, so uh, round of sports thoughts. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? Uh, I'll go first, Sean. And uh, I'll start with the fact that I don't understand uh, Montreal Canadiens fans when they say they don't want a recycled coach, mm -hmm. but then they complain about the rookie coach that he doesn't have enough experience and that he's a junior-level coach. Make up your minds. 
make up your minds. Do you want a new coach or do you want a recycled coach? Because you can't have a new recycled coach. That's not how it works. You have to pick Habs fans. Do you want yeah. recycled? Do you want Alain Vigneault or do you want Dominic Ducharme? Or no, they want it. They, they want an English coach. Never gonna be happy. They want an English coach that has seven Stanley Cups. They want Scotty Bowman. And he, <laughs> I know he has more than that. But that's but that's my point. It's like, it's and, and and I'm not. I don't need to get in a language debate, Mitch. You know what? I, I throw my arms in the air because I've had that conversation too many times. The, the organization does what they do. So yeah, I'm I, I I'm with you on that one. I have a hockey one here for random sports slots. Team Canada was announced. That team is chock full of players that I can cheer for. You know how I feel about David DeArnay. You know how I feel about Jordan Wheel. You know how I feel about Mark Barberio. And then you get into the local guys just for Montrealers. Not even guys that played within the Canadians organization, which there are seven, seven players that played within the Canadians uh, organization. But this Team Canada... I can cheer for 100%. I'm with you. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of great uh, stories locally here, too, uh, with the uh, Lac St. Louis Lions. I've been uh, talking to uh, our friend John Goyens. You know, he's, uh, he's had a lot of firsthand experiences with, like, six players on this team. So uh, I have a lot of uh, rooting interest in this uh, tournament like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to match up with uh, Germany or Russia specifically. Uh, but still, uh, you never know. You might be able to pull off an upset and uh, make your country proud. Uh, Sean, uh, my second uh, random sports thought is the fact that I believe mm-hmm. the term generational talent is used way too much. Mm-hmm. People need to understand that generational talent means once in a generation. Sometimes you see two in a generation. But you don't see five. Hmm. And with as much as I like amazing players like Leon Dreisaitl and Patrick Kane. Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Kane, these are franchise players. They're not generational talents. They are franchise players. The generational talents I've watched play with my own eyes, the list is very short. It's Gretzky, Mario, Crosby, Ovechkin, yes, two in one generation, I understand, and Connor McDavid. That's it. That's my lifetime. That's your generational talents. Everybody else, Hall of Fame, franchise, worthy of having their numbers retired maybe, but they're not generational talents. I will say this because I'm an old soul. I got Mario and Wayne, though. You know, so it's because I I'm Mario. Old, and, I said Mario and, and Wayne. I know, but like because I'm old, and then and, and, and but there's generations. It's just there's just so many. Like I can I can think. I'm with you. Okay, I'm not gonna get a debate. My my second one. Yep. It's a random sports thought here for you. I think I could make a better baseball team using non Hall of Famers than Hall of Famers. <laughs> I think you definitely can. Yeah. Look, I'm starting with Clemens on the mound. Yeah. Okay. I got Bonds. I got A-Rod. And maybe he'll get in, but I'm just saying right now, I feel like I can make a better baseball team with non-Hall of Famers. Yeah, I know. I'm totally totally with you. You got Mark McGuire at first. You got Scott Mm -hmm. Rowland at third. A-Rod at short. Mm -hmm. Alfonso Soriano 
at second. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez behind the plate. Uh, outfield, I guess, Sammy Sosa in right field. Yeah, put him anywhere. Uh, Bonds, it doesn't matter. Bonds in left. And uh, I don't know who I'd have patrolling center. Maybe Torrey Hunter. Anyway, Sean, I, I think you're definitely right. Uh, and, uh, well, I know I'd win a home run derby, though. <laughs> and uh, uh, finally, my random uh, sports thought number three. Very simple. I wish the NHL would find ways to make uh, every arena a little bit more unique. You know, they're all cookie cutter now. They all look yes, the same. Yes, Dimensions yes, are yes, the same. Yes, yes, yes. You yes, know, yes, I'd, yes. I'd like some arenas to have different boards, colors. Uh, maybe you could have a, a, an arena with black ice. Just, just all these type of ideas. Oh, like that, like in Brooklyn, they had that like old school, like black and white. Uh, the basketball. Park. Yeah, the, the the court, right? Yeah, it's a different color. Like, yeah, and, and I and I know that it, you know, growing up, it was you went to Calgary. Oh, big ice. Oh, you're going to the Garden, and then it's it's going to be so tough. Oh, these boards are so hard. These boards, they they bounce. You got to shoot low here. You get, like you got to have these little niches. You know, I'm. I, I I wish I wish the rinks were different. I know they used to be in the uh, '70s and '80s, and now they're not. And maybe it's my baseball background that makes me feel this way, Sean. But I yeah. just I, I I wish that was the case. All right, my final round of sports thought. It's not really a thought; it's a prediction. And I'm going to ask you for yours, Gallo and Dave. I'm going to ask you for yours because I know you're here for random sports thoughts. So I have a prediction: Royal Rumble 2022. I'm taking AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles is going to win the Royal Rumble in 2022. Uh, that is my random sports thought. It's not a fact. But uh, Gallo, who do you have? And then I got to ask Dave. Um, I don't know. I haven't paid that much attention. You know enough to give me a name. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm trying to think here who they would uh, go with as the uh, Royal Rumble winner. I guess uh, Roman Reigns. He's got the title. He's not in it. He's not in it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't, you know what? He might. He might. They still have those surprises. Sometimes they show up. You know what? Uh, Stick with it. Stick with it. He's the kind of guy that would win his title match and then just join the Royal Rumble to win it. So yeah, you could you could go with that. Uh, I'd, I'd rather change go, if he has if he has the title. I didn't even realize. You know what? They, they they're still an open for a surprise. You might want to go with a surprise. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. You know he's trying to promote Peacemaker. You know, know what, Sean. I'll, I'll go off the board and I'll say uh, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Hey, Johnny Knoxville, uh, maybe you want to come over and promote yourself on post game pints. Uh, Gallo, uh, Dave, who do you got? Uh, my pick is actually Roman Reigns. I think he's going to lose earlier in the night to Seth oh, Rollins. And then come Roman back. Reigns. I should have stayed with Reigns. <laughs> I told you you could have. And uh, woman on the woman's side, I don't know if you want to know. Sure, about the woman sure. Go woman, ahead. But go I, ahead. Think, I, think, I think Ronda Rousey's going to come back. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey coming back and winning the Rumble. That's not bad. You want to give me a woman's pick? Um, Take your favorite because I, I she's my pick too. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Mine as well. I'm going with nice. you on that one. I, I, nice. They've been doing some promos, and I think it's the perfect time for her to come back. All right. Are you, you ready for a pop quiz, guys? Yeah. Are we only doing one here? Uh, do you have one? I have one. I it's have one, but let's, uh, let's try to rapid fire them here. All right. Uh, mine's, mine's easy. Okay. You want to you go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Sean. Mine's easy. Play along. Uh, Dave, feel free to stick around and help Campbell out here. But All I don't right. know how much help he'll need. Um, <laughs> this week, there was a player who uh, picked up uh, his 20th goal of the season. Uh, so because of that, uh, my question is, who has the most 20 goal seasons since 2008, 2009? We're looking for four names here. 
two since 2008 2009 the most 20 goal seasons yes ovi 14 he's by himself yeah now three are tied with 12 20 goal seasons uh patrick kane yes he has 12 uh 20 goal seasons uh across the national hockey league joe pavelski no Mm, 2008-2009. Let's go with... I just... I'm trying to find someone that's been scoring into their 30s, right? Because Mm. if they started at that age, they're still scoring at a 20-goal rate into their 30s. Um, Malkin? Nope. Too many injuries. Crosby? No. Nope. I didn't think it was Crosby. Uh, let's see. Rapid fire, 2008, 2007. Dave. Dave, can I phone a friend? You're two for two on phone a friend. I, I don't know. The one, Patrick Marlowe? Nope. No, he didn't score much near the end of his career. And you're, you're hitting. So I'm, I'm trying to look for a guy that's probably about 34 right now. That's where I'm looking. Am I right with the age bracket that I'm nah, looking at? I don't at? think one of them. I don't think one of the two is that old. Okay, so he just started earlier. He started as an 18 year old. He did start uh, as an 18 year old, definitely. I don't think he scored 20 when he was 18, but he he, he definitely didn't score 20 when he was 18. He had a tough uh, 18 uh, year old season. Sege. No. Oh, I was just I was like tough 18 year old season. I was just yelling out that name. Uh, you want to give me? Uh, I'm trying to think. One's a captain, and uh, one is fat. Oh, Phil Kessel? <laughs> Phil Kessel, 12. By the way, Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel might be – I know everybody's all on Keith Yandel. But I can't, I can't wait till be. he does. I, I've, yeah. I've, I've mentioned this. I can't wait till he yeah. does. John, uh, John Spires? Nope. No. I, it's 12, it's 12 20 goal seasons. Um, he was either drafted the year before or after Tavares, though. Thinking, Captain, what team? I'm going to buzz you guys. All right, buzz me away. Steven Snamkos. Oh, idiot. And he is the one that scored 20 this week. That's my bad. I should have had Snamkos. I apologize. Uh, Can I give you a very quick uh, football pop quiz? Let's go. All right. Uh, So this pop quiz is because of the playoffs. Yep. I want to know. And clearly, you know who number one is. It's your favorite football player of all time. Most, Tommy Brady. Most touchdown passes in the playoffs. I want to know how many wrong answers you get trying to get the top 10. Top you know 10. Tom Brady. Hey, top think, 10. Yeah. Do you think you could do the top 10? It's yeah. not that hard. I it's think the I playoffs. Do. I, think I think you I could, could do, do it. I, I, I think, think you I could get maybe two wrong answers before. Uh, number. Number 10 might be tough for you to remember, but I think you can get the rest. Okay. Um, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, number seven, 36 touchdown passes. Manning. Manning is number five, 40 touchdown passes. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, number 12. Oh. First wrong answer. Um, Rodgers. Rodgers is number two, tied for number two. Favre. Number four, one below Rodgers. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is number nine, 31 touchdown passes. 
Um, so think, uh, okay, so the next, there's three remaining. They're not, a, uh, so you're Drew missing Brees. one. Yeah, sorry, that's the one you're, you're, so you got all the ones of your generation, okay? There yeah. are three me remaining that are a little bit Steve out of Young. your generation, but you know them. Steve Young, no, incorrect. The other Joe guy. Monta Joe Montana? Yes. He's number two with Aaron Rodgers in 45. And now you have to think of two other guys outside of your think championships for one, think touchdown passes. Nope. Uh, uh, you think one touchdown passes for the other one and movie with Jim Marino? Carrey. Yes. And the other one is on TV. Collinsworth? No, he's a receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh... Championships. Oh, I, I think I know. He's got a phone a friend. Phone a friend. Last one. He's number 10. Dave? Dave? You said you think? He's on TV. Terry Bradshaw? You, you got it. Terry Bradshaw. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Roethlisberger, Marino, Warner, Bradshaw. There is your all-time passes. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, Patrick Mahomes is 12. And he's only been in like four playoffs. Yeah. Well, after the season, he'll be in the top 10. Yeah, easily. <laughs> all right, Sean. Uh, that's all the time we have on the Post Game Pints podcast. Dave, thank you very much. And of course, as always, uh, don't forget to click, listen, subscribe, and comment. We love uh, the support. Hit that, smash that, press that uh, comment button. And uh, also thanks to our great sponsors in LaBrosse Brewery and Cunningham's Pub. Yeah, thank you to everybody. Click. Click. Thank you.